0: The Fake Show podcast is brought to you by the law firm of Hutchison and Steffen, the Craft House Brewery, now with two locations the Tone Factory recording studios in Las Vegas, Moonshot.com T shirt designs, Mr. Antenna, and Banger Brewing in downtown Las Vegas. It's The Fake Show with Jim Tofte. Michael Rappaport has appeared in over 60 films, including True Romance, Higher Learning, Copland, as well as great TV projects like Boston Public, Friends, Prison Break, and Justified. And he's an accomplished stand-up comedian as well. I've got Michael Rappaport on the line right now in New York City. Mike, good morning to you. How you doing, buddy? How are you? Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining me, and hopefully you and your family are doing well at this time. We're hanging in there. We are hanging in there. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I know you're a huge sports fan. You must miss going to Knicks games and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, man. Uh, uh, You know, uh, I'm glad that the sports are back. Yeah. You know, I'll take whatever I can take at this point. Uh, You know, I'm loving the NBA playoffs. Uh, I'm I'm enjoying uh, the NHL and the Major League Baseball as well. And I'm hoping that uh, you're... Las Vegas Raiders uh, go uh, the first season of the Las Vegas Raiders goes off without a hitch. You know, I'm uh, I'll believe it when I see it, uh, <laughs> uh, but I'm excited about uh, football uh, happening. But you know, I'm I'm, uh, I'm interested to see how the Raiders do. I think it's going to be a great NFL season if if, if we get to it. But I, I feel like you know they're figuring out, and the players have to make sacrifices, like we all have to make sacrifices, and, and you know they're fortunate to be able to work. And I think that if you just use your your common sense and you protect yourself at all times and, you know, we're all having to make sacrifices, I I think that, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, the football season will will work. Um, I'm looking forward to it. But, yeah, I'm I'm just so happy that sports is back right now. I mean, it's a crazy year.
0: Yeah, I mean the NBA and the NHL, the bubble situation seems to really be working great. But baseball, eh, it's a little iffy right now, isn't it? Because they have to travel.
1: Yeah, but I mean, you know, obviously what happened with St. Louis was was bad, and the Marlins was bad. But they're they're figuring out. I mean, the players have to they have to make sacrifices. It's it's not the lifestyle you're going to have as a major league baseball player, as or as a as an NFL player. You you're like it's like you're. A working person, and you know, you get to do a job, which is, is is a blessing. You know, to be able to work, and knowing that there's so many people out of work, uh, you know, you have to be able to, you know, really understand how uh, um, how valuable that is. And and if the players, you know, I think they're going to know that and, and understand that they are young. You know, I get it, but uh, you know, like at least they have a job. You know, I mean, essentially, that is a job. And if if they're able to work, I mean, who wouldn't take the opportunity to work at this point? You know, I mean, I think everybody is starting to re, you know, reevaluate and, and understand how precious, uh, you know, the mundane is. And they'll be safe doing it. Um, and uh, you know, we'll have football because uh, you know, obviously the Raiders is going to be an exciting thing. And there's so many different factors and excitement heading into uh, this this uh, NFL season.
0: So, Mike, with you having maybe a little more time on your hands, are you spending more time watching uh, some Real Housewives?
1: So, I mean, I always watch my Real Housewives, but what a godsend all all the reality TV uh, has been. And and I actually uh, have a Real Housewife of New York joining me on the show, uh, uh, um, the Disruptive Variety Hour. From the Real Housewives of New York. I mean, this is a rookie sensation. Talk about a rookie of the year. Uh, So she's going to be one of the special guests. I can't wait to talk to her. Uh, She's been great. Uh, Real Housewives of New York has been great. Real Housewives of Atlanta was great. Uh, uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills has been fantastic. So I, I love it all. All of it. All of it. Shamelessly. Right. Anybody that doesn't uh, appreciate reality TV, you're missing out.
0: Are you surprised there hasn't been a Real Housewives of Las Vegas?
1: I am surprised. I mean, I, I'm sure it's it's all about finding the right, the right mix of people. I'm sure you could find a, a bunch of uh, wonderfully wacky, uh, women down in Las Vegas. Great. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for it if, if they pull it together. I, I, I love it all. I don't care what city it's in, but I'm sure Vegas has a bunch
0: of them. Michael, there's a, there's a movie you did in the 90s called Copland that, I mean, what a cast. De Niro, Stallone, Keitel, Leota. What was the dynamic like on that set?
1: Um, I mean, I think the dynamic was, for me, it was I was in, you know, I was in, uh, you know, like it was like I was a kid in the can to work with all those people. You know, I think everybody was excited to be there. You know, everybody was, they're all pros, you know, those egos, but you didn't see them, you know, uh, it didn't like play itself out. I mean, you know, a lot of them have known each other for years, and obviously Harvey Keitel and De Niro have known each other for years. Um, it was fun. I mean, I was literally like freaking out every day going to work. Like I was so excited to work with uh those people that you just mentioned uh, uh like those are like my idols so to to be able to work with them in a professional setting like I had to like get my 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 head on straight
0: do you sit there and just watch someone like uh De Niro and Keitel and and watch the way they do their their scenes
1: oh yeah yeah I watch them study them you know I'm um, gazing at them I mean those are my dudes you know what I mean like those are like my guys so it was a lot of fun to work on copland it was it was it was everything you would you would think uh, it would be for somebody who's such a fan of those
0: guys. another moment for you was higher learning, which was really impressive. What did you learn from working with uh, director John singleton?
1: man, I learned so much from him. he gave me such freedom and he gave me confidence and, and the belief he has in his actors and the encouragement that he would give his actors uh, is, is something that uh, really um especially as a as a young uh 24 year old at the time trying to figure out you know uh, you know what I'm doing and how I'm doing it it, it was something that was uh, invaluable uh, to work with him. and it was fun you know being in that movie with that cast Ice Cube and Lawrence Fishburne and all those guys so it was a, it was a great opportunity
0: you know you've done such great tv as well i mean i loved you on my name is Earl and in prison break but man Friends has so such a huge loyal following that you're probably just always known as Gary from Friends, aren't you?
1: It's crazy that uh, that show because it's like almost like our Brady Bunch. You know, if you do episodes <laughs> of Friends, you know the Brady Bunch, you, you would know the characters and know the episodes, and that's the same thing uh, that show has. So that was cool doing it. And uh, I, I had a great time uh, working on that show.
0: When did you start uh, kind of working stand-up comedy in, into your life, and, and what are your inspirations there?
1: Well, I started out as a com- comedian when I was 19, in 1989. And then uh, I, I, uh, I you know, started acting and, and you know, kind of just you know, didn't have any interest in doing it. And then about two years ago, I started doing comedy again. Um, and I was on tour, you know, in, in the the, the uh, when the pandemic hit and everything obviously had to get shut down. But there's so many influences from right now to Dave Chappelle to, you know, Eddie Murphy to George Carlin. I mean, all those people are, are you know, I love all those guys. Uh, you know, they all are so good and, you know, inspiring and, you know, have their own unique styles. Rodney Dangerfield, Richard Pryor, you know, all those guys, uh, you know, uh, uh, they really, uh, you know, you just, you know, the, the comfort uh, that they have doing it is, 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 I think, the thing that they all have. They're so comfortable being themselves and comfortable on stage. And, you know, and I just love the craft, and it's a never-ending, uh, you know, sort of hotbed of things you could talk about, especially uh, now with everything that's going on in the world. So that's why I'm excited to do the Disruptive Variety Show.
0: Mike, it's always great talking to you, man. Stay healthy, and, and good luck with everything you've got going I on. It. I
1: appreciate it. I appreciate Thanks for having me. All
0: right, buddy. Bye-bye. With all of the great work that Michael has done over the years, he will always still be Gary from Friends to Me. That finishes off this episode of the Fake Show Podcast. I'm Jim Tofty, and I'll see you back here next time. Take the Fake Show on the road by listening on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, and thefakeshow.com.